What up, what up, what up? Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Asbrox Bengals Thoughts, presented to you by Impact Sports Cincinnati. And my name is Chris Asbrock, and I will be discussing the Cincinnati Bengals getting absolutely slapped in the face yesterday at the hands of the 1-5, at that point, the 1-5 New York Jets. Now, the score is going to indicate something different, but this was not a pretty game. Bengals fall on the road at MetLife Stadium, 34-31 in front of 67,503. And this was a game that, simply put, uh, the Bengals, they flat out stunk it up. And there's no other way to put it. Uh, It was not even remotely pretty. It was a game that the Bengals certainly did not deserve to win. And... They did not win it. Uh, it, This was just, this was ugly all around. And the Bengals, you know, they, simply put, they just got flat out beat. They were flat out beat. They were out coached, out executed, and just flat out outplayed. And the Bengals, coming off of a week where everyone was all over the Cincinnati Bengals and they were on their bandwagon. And, you know, it's... And deservedly so. Um, They were being praised for everything good coming into the game. And uh, they flat out laid out a stinker. And again, uh, this is a game that I am not going to put this team on full-blown blast. I think it is an outlier uh, because this was just a flat-out overall rough performance. Uh, They came out flat. They certainly did not... I mean, they, like I said, they certainly do not deserve to win any of, uh, you know, any aspects of this game. Um, and it, it, it showed. And the, um, the Bengals were, were beaten by Mike White, a backup quarterback who was making his first NFL start. And, you know, good on him for, um, for taking him to the Cincinnati Bengals because that's exactly what happened. Uh, Mike White total through for 405 yards on 37 completions on 45 attempts he was sacked twice he had three touchdowns two interceptions and a quarterback rating of 107.9 man oh this was man this was this was a tough one uh if you're a Bengals fan this is one that you would really uh you'd rather forget uh but again uh this was a game that the the Bengals Man, I mean, it's this again. This was just a this was a tough one. You know, the the way things were going and the way the team was coming in, they were riding high. Again, rightfully so, they deserved that praise. But I think this was a a good situation for them to get punched in the mouth like they did, because this does in turn send them back into. And back into rowdy a little bit. Maybe they're riding a little high coming off of it. And I'm not going to say they overlooked the Jets. I'm not going to say that at all. Um, I think personally, you know, and I know a lot of people are going to say no, uh, but that trap game does have a lot. It has a lot uh, going into it. And uh, you come off the emotional high of a victory the, the week before, Looking ahead to, you know, the your 
in-state rival, uh, you know, I definitely has a lot to uh, lot to do with it. Now, I like I said, I don't think they were overlooking the Jets by any means because the NFL is in any given Sunday league. Any team can rise up and smack you down on any given Sunday, and that's exactly what happened in this game here today or uh, yesterday. Uh, they were flat out beaten by a team that was hungrier and flat out outplayed them. They were outcoached, like I said, and outplayed. And it it certainly showed uh, in all aspects of it. Um, now, I've you know I've I've been lucky enough to coach. Um, multiple sports, high school baseball, you know, coach soccer, uh, for, for many, many years. And the, the letdown game is, is, is true. It happens. Um, I can tell you right now, like one of, like off of an emotional victory, uh, that, uh, we had, uh, for a soccer team that I coach, we had an emotional game, literally, you know, in a tournament and the letdown, you know, was true. We we won an emotional victory. We had an emotional um, game over our rivals, and in a tournament. And coming out just a couple hours later on, we were mentally exhausted from that game, and we just flat out laid a stinker. We were able to come away with a victory, but you know it certainly happens, and that's what happened in this game. I this is not a bad football team, folks. They're not. Everyone's going to go back to the, the, the Cincinnati Bengals of old and the so-called Bungles, and that's not the case here. This is not a bad football team. It's not. They just laid a stinker, and they got punched in the mouth. That happens. It happens in sports. It happens in everything. Sometimes you just lay a stinker, and man, damn it, it happens. That is what happened in this game, plain and simple. It's whether this team responds or not. They're a young team. This is a young football team. This is a good football team. They were just beaten in the game. It happens. It simply happens. This does not mean this team is full-blown crap. They're not. They're not a bad football team. Plain and simple. They just laid a stinker. They're going to rebound against the Cleveland Browns. They are. They're not going to come out and they're not going to get blown out in a game against the Cleveland Browns. Like some people are thinking. Most people are thinking. Probably the national media is thinking. They're they're ready to write off the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not yet. If this team comes out and gets completely whipped around Paul Brown Stadium on Sunday, then maybe those people are right, and I will say they're right. I'm not ready to say that yet. I don't think it happens. This is a young, hungry football team that came out flat and got curb-stomped against the New York Jets. The New York Jets beat... The Tennessee Titans. Does that mean the Tennessee Titans are crap? No. The Tennessee Titans are 6-2. and two. Doesn't mean they're crap. This was just a bad performance all around where the team did not have a good game. It happens, folks. Good teams have bad, have bad days and have bad games. That is what happened here. 
I am not ready to write off the Cincinnati Bengals football team. Now, are they going to win the Super Bowl? No. I did not have any expectations of this team winning the Super Bowl. In fact, going into this season, I said this team can win anywhere from four games to ten games. This team has a ton of talent on it. They do. They've got a really stingy defense. They got picked apart yesterday. Game plan-wise, they got picked apart. Tackling. They did an awful job of tackling. It is what it is. I am not going to write this team off. I'm not I'm not going to do it. I will not do it in this instance. I mean, Joe Mixon, you know, he didn't have a solid game. He only rushed for 33 yards. So what? Joe Burrow had a, a pedestrian game in terms of you look at a stat line. He was 21 of 34 for 259 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Quarterback rating of 102.5. He was sacked three times for 28 yards. Now, the New York Jets, their defensive line is pretty sick, pretty nasty. They come and play every day. They just had a really good game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Overall, this is not a bad football team. Offensively, could things have been a little better? Yeah, the offensive line did not do a very good job. Offensive line got Burrow sacked three times for 28 yards. The Bengals couldn't get a rushing game going after the defense forced a couple turnovers. The offense couldn't get it going and couldn't capitalize. Again, this was a game that the Bengals were just out-executed in. It was. Again, it happens. Any given Sunday in the NFL, I am not going to blast this football team like some people are ready to do. Some people are ready to write them off, call them the same old Bengals of, of... last decade, the lost decade. They're ready to say this is the the Dave Shula Bengals, the Bruce Coslett Bengals. I'm not ready to do that. This is a better football team than that. They've shown it. This team has a great ability to rebound after a loss. They rebounded after the Uh, The loss to the Chicago Bears came away with a victory. They rebounded after the loss at Green Bay, or or against Green Bay, with a victory. Now, you have a chance to move to 3-0 in the division against your in-state rival, the Cleveland Browns, who are coming off of another loss. The Bengals are better than the Browns right now. In totality, the Bengals are better than the Cleveland Browns right now. The Browns have some studs on that football team. They've got some of the best running backs in the league. They've got a they've got a really good defense. They've got, you know, some some sick guys on that on that unit as well. But so do the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, I'm not willing to write them off. 
They've lost three games this season by a grand total of nine points. They've lost by three, and their three losses are all by three points. So again, it is what it is. They flat out had a stinker yesterday. Defense, Lou Anarumo, I have been a huge fan of Lou Anarumo. I've said it numerous times on this show. I love Lou Anarumo. I think he's done more with less, especially last year. Now he's got a unit that's pretty darn good. And he's done well with them. And they were torched yesterday. It is what it is. They gave up 511 total uh, total net yards yesterday to the New York Jets. While only obtaining 318 total net yards on offense for the Bengals yesterday. They gave up 97 net yards on the ground. Another game where they did not give up a 100-yard hundred yard rusher. Michael Carter had 77 rushes or 77 yards on the ground on uh, on 15 rushes. He did have a touchdown on the ground and that touchdown was due to poor tackling. That was bad. It was embarrassing. You look at the numbers through the air. Again, Mike White, 37 of 45, 405 yards. He was sacked twice. Three touchdowns. His longest pass was uh, was uh, 26 yards, and he did throw two interceptions. If the Bengals capitalize on those plays, or on those two turnovers, on the two interceptions, I mean, we're talking about a completely different football game. They flat out didn't execute. They didn't look good. The Bengals get uh, almost a pick six, going all the way down and take it down to the, what the – I can't remember what yard line it was. The two-yard line, one or two-yard line? And they couldn't even punch it in. Again, it happens. They flat out didn't execute. It, Guys, it is what it is. The Bengals just flat out did not convert. First and goal at the one-yard line, like I said, off of the Jesse Bates interception. He returned it 65 yards. You would think that the Bengals could punch it in from one yard out. Rush up the middle. Joe Mixon, minus minus a yard. Joe Mixon on the next play. Off the left guard, minus one yard. Joe Burrow on third and down and goal from the three. Pass, Jamar Chase dropped it in the end zone. And then, fourth and goal at the three-yard line, the Bengals go for it. What happens? Joe Burrow gets sacked for a 12-yard loss. The Bengals get the ball right back on the next drive off of an interception. So, again... It is what it is. I'm not going to blast this team. I'm not going to do it. I, I won't. I, I will. I refuse to do it. I refuse to. I refuse to do it because, again, you know, the Bengals came away with a total 
of seven points off of the three turnovers or off of the first two turnovers when it could have been 14. We're at bare minimum 10 and then we're, we're tied. And at that point, hell, it's not that big of a deal. So, you know, again, all is not lost. It's all is not lost on this. I'm not going to, I refuse, like I said, I refuse to do it. And the Cincinnati Bengals again, you know, they will be fine. They just have to rebound from this. Is all it comes down to. They're going to learn from it. Again, they were flat out smacked around by the New York Jets. A team that, you know, they were hungry. They were hungry for a victory. And Mike White, man, you had yourself a game, kid. Good on you. Again, I'm not going to tear this team down. It is all about how you respond. I'm confident this team is going to respond. I mean, this was a game, again, where overall, this, like I said, this was an ugly performance. I'm not going to take that, I'm not going to take it away. This was an absolutely ugly performance by the Cincinnati Bengals. And, you know, you look at the drive, you know, the drive summary here for the Bengals, you know, it was the punt on the first, on their first drive. They go three and out. Then they go the where they give it up on downs, and they get the ball back and get you know the the touchdown drive after the Jermaine Pratt interception, and they punt on another three and out, and they go the eight play sixty five yard drive that results in a touchdown and a field goal. You know, the Bengals overall in this game, <clears throat> excuse me, did you know they did a job. Of, 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 they did a solid. I mean, I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. Well, regardless, they did a good job of giving this game away. You know, at one point, you are up. What was it 31, 17? I want to say. And that's, you know, or 31, 20. I think is what it was. And they give it up to where. You know, they end up, you know, you know, they end up losing a game that they never should have lost. Yeah, 31-20 was the Bengals' largest lead. I apologize. And after that, that was the Joe Burrow uh, touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd on the 10-yard touchdown pass. And then after that, it went, it went downhill. Now, some people are going to look at the, uh, the penalty, the helmet-to-helmet, uh, unnecessary roughness call on uh, Mike Hilton. Uh, that was, you know, on the third and eleven where the Bengals got the stop. Now, you know, people are going to look at that and say that cost them the game. That didn't cost them the game. That cost them the chance to win the football game. Who's to say that they weren't going to execute? Because just before that, the Bengals' drive was awful, and they didn't even get a chance to do anything because of it. So, who's to say that the Bengals were going to come away with a victory after that? I'm not ready to say it.
because just before that they had a five play 15 yard drive and that was it that was it and that was with 208 208 left in the game they punted and they got the stop and yet could not get the job done now granted like I said on a third and 11 you force the you force the Jets to punt you get the ball back with Joe Burrow I'll take my chances with Joe Burrow all day long. Because that kid wants to go out there. He wants to win. So do the guys on that team. That's why I'm not writing this team off. This is a young football team. This is a lesson learned. All good teams have this happen to them. Every good team does. Maybe the Bengals were a little ahead of schedule than what we, you know, than what most people thought. Maybe they were. This type of game only is going to help this team evolve. And I've said it numerous times and I've said it, you know, I'm going to say it again. This is not your dad's Bengals. This isn't. I'm going to say that. I'm going to put it on the line. This is not your dad's Bengals football team. They're not. Things are different. After a game like this in the past, you don't have three captains coming out and doing a press conference afterwards or facing the media afterwards. It simply doesn't happen. Joe Mixon doesn't come out there with Jesse Bates and Tyler Boyd. Those three aren't together up at the podium. One's doing it at a time. This is a different football team. This is a learning experience for that football team. plain and simple folks again this team got flat out whipped around the field they did again I'm not here to say this you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know protect this team from their performance yesterday because it sucked it flat out sucked they were bad there's no defending that Lou Anaruma, who, like I said, I love the guy. Got flat out outcoached, out game planned. This team got flat out 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 executed on the field yesterday. They couldn't make a tackle. They couldn't execute simple plays. This was just an overall off game for them. That's what it was. I'm willing to say, based off of what we've seen so far from this Bengals football team this season, this was an anomaly. This was a one-off. I'm not going to say that this Bengals team is going to come out and lose the rest of their games this year. I refuse to do it. Bengals have one more game before the bye. That's a huge game this coming Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. With the chance to go 3-0 in the division. This is a must-win football game for this football team. And you can't tell me this Bengals team is not going to come out and be ready. And be hungry for a victory. In the, in the past, I don't think they would be. This is different. This is a different football team. 
that's what you can say about this. This is a situation to where the Cincinnati Bengals have a great learning opportunity here. They got flat out run off the field at MetLife Stadium yesterday by a team that was one in five. That's it. Good teams rebound from that. Good teams learn from this. Bad teams, as my partner, you know, in crime here with uh, ISC Nick Semina would say, "Woe is me." He's already predicting a "woe is me" game. So, Nick, if you're listening to this, I just, you know, I, I said it. He's predicting a "woe is me" game already. I'm not. I predict the Bengals come out and win this football game. I think they get it done. I do. This was a team the Bengals faced that came out and got absolutely embarrassed by their division rival. They came out and they played a great football game. I'm saying the Bengals come out and win this game 20-17 to against the Cleveland Browns. I think they get it done. This team needs to get it done. They feel that pressure. They might have been just enjoying the glory just a little too much. And realize they just got a lesson in reality that, man, if you do that a little too often... You're going to get punched in the mouth. And it's all fun and games until someone gets punched in the mouth. How do they respond? I think this team responds with a victory over the Cleveland Browns on Sunday afternoon. They've proven it in the past. So far this year, coming off of a loss, they come out and they perform the next game. All three losses by a combined total of nine points. Again, this is not a bad football team. Yesterday was a bad performance, but it's not indicative of how bad this football team is. It's not. The Bengals yesterday, their largest lead was 11 points. The largest lead for the New York Jets was seven. The Bengals had a total of five drives leading the game, while the New York Jets had a total of three drives leading. Bengals had time of possession. They were leading the time of possession uh, in terms of leading. They had eight minutes and 51 seconds uh, time of possession while leading the game. The Jets only had uh, six minutes and 20 seconds. Bengals had four drives where they were trailing. Six compared to the New York Jets. Now, the Bengals only had six minutes and six seconds where they were trailing the game. That was early on in the game and right at the end. The Bengals had to do a better job of executing. If they execute a couple plays here and there, this is a, we're not talking about a loss. We're talking about an ugly victory, which, believe me, excuse me, which, believe me, would not have been this would not have been a pretty victory by any means. But we wouldn't be talking about a loss. 
they just flat out didn't execute. Again, that is not indicative of this franchise at all at this point in time. Back in the day, I'll give it to you. I'll flat out give it to you. Joe Burrow is a damn good quarterback. Joe Burrow is going to continue to blossom as a great quarterback in this league. The crazy part in this game, if you you know, if you are checking out the uh, the individual statistics, he completed 21 passes to six different receivers. Tyler Boyd had the most. Uh, he was targeted eight times, holding five for 69 yards. Uh, he did have a touchdown. T. Higgins, huge game coming off of a solid performance last week. Uh, he had four uh, four receptions on six targets for 97 yards. Um, he's his longest was 54. Uh, Joe Mixon out of the backfield, four for five. His longest was 46. Uh, he had four for five for 58 yards. CJ Uzama again continues to show he's got a great rapport with uh, with Joe Burrow. He was targeted four times, hauled in all four for 33 yards. Jamar Chase, he was relatively quiet today or yesterday. I mean, in the game, he was targeted nine times, three only three receptions. For 32 yards he did have the one touchdown but you know he had a couple key drops early on so again it was a it was a not a not a good game overall this was a total team stinker again it happens the good teams I'm going to continue to say and I've said it this has been it's like a broken record on this episode here it's like a broken record it's how these teams respond. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to respond. Only forcing the New York Jets to punt one time in the game is not its not going to get the job done. Flat out, it's not going to get the job done. So, you know, they've got to, you know, they're going to put up or shut up next week. They've got that chance. Can they do it? I think they do. I think they get it done. Simple execution in this game. We're talking about a different a different result than a loss. So that's something to keep in mind. This is not a bad football team. Just because they lost to a team that doesn't have a good record doesn't mean they're pure crap. Because I can tell you right now, the Tennessee Titans aren't pure crap. Tennessee Titans are 6-2, and two, and one of those losses is against the New York Jets. So, again, any given Sunday in the NFL. Again, I understand. It wasn't pretty. You're upset. I'm not real thrilled about it. In fact, I was pretty ticked off yesterday. I understand. And the first thing my son says as I walk outside, he goes, Hey, Dad. How about them Bengals? I wanted to ninja kick him across the cul-de-sac. But, again, I am not thrilled about it. But I'm not ready to crumble up and throw this team in the garbage for the remainder of the season. This is a good football team. They're going to be in the hunt. I'm not saying they're making the playoffs. I'm not going that far. But, damn it, by December, this team is not going to be completely out of it. That second half of the schedule that we thought was so bad isn't as ugly as it first seemed. 
Now it's, you know, it's not a cakewalk by any means. By no means is it a cakewalk. But it's not as daunting as we've seen so far. If this team can come out and execute, they have to overcome the slow starts, which again, that's a coaching thing. That's a flat-out coaching thing. They have to execute early on. If they even have to, if they just have to chuck it up right at the beginning for a couple plays to set the tone, then you do it. You have to overcome the slow starts. That has been the MO of this team early on all season. And that simply cannot happen. So, how do they respond? If they come out and they get a victory over the Cleveland Browns, moving to 3-0 in the division, again, all's not lost. They rebounded nicely. That's what I want to see from this football team. And a must-win game. Because you simply cannot come out and drop one to the Cleveland Browns at home after this performance. You just simply cannot. This is a game the Bengals have the chance to rebound and come away with a victory. Do they do it? I think they do. So, again, I'm not ready to write this team off. I'm not going to do it. I think this team... Is going to take this learning opportunity or this loss as a learning opportunity. They're going to benefit from it like all good teams do. That's what you want to see from this Bengals football team. That's what you want to see. Do they do it? I think they do. We will discuss it next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Asbrox Bengals Thoughts, presented to you by Impact Sports Cincinnati. You can follow us on Twitter at I am Chris Asbrock and at IS Cincy. Make sure you check out the website, www.iscincy.com. And for all your fitness needs, make sure you check out fnxfit.com. That is www.fnxfit.com. And use the promo code BDIESEL for 15% off of your purchase. That is capital B and a capital D on that. So again, it's fnxfit.com. Using the promo code BDIESEL for 15% off of your purchase. Thank you guys as always again. And make sure you check us back out as I will be coming back later on this week with a recap of the 2021 World Series. And... Obviously, next week's episode of Asbrock's Bengals Thoughts, where we're going to take a look at the Cleveland Browns game. Uh, there's also, we're going to try and get a, um, a recap of UFC uh, 268 this week uh, from Madison Square Garden that is coming up this weekend. Um, we're going to try and get an episode recorded for that. So, as always, thank you guys so much for your support. And again, stay, uh, stay tuned as we'll be back with some more content from the World Series the Bengals-Cleveland Browns game, and possibly the UFC coming up. So thank you guys, and have yourselves a fantastic rest of your week. Thank you, everybody.